We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Second hour of the scoreboard show. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Got Don Tarowski working on the side of the glass. Glad you're with us on this Friday night. If you're out enjoying a game, it's fine. But if not, glad you're listening to us in whatever way you are accessing us, be it from your radio or your smart device, um, you know, anything that you're doing or downloading on the Odyssey app. And for any of the interviews that we've had on previous shows this week, you can find them all there especially all of our school days guests. We've had some interesting ones. we got a good one coming up this hour. Uh, prior to Shambly High School, uh, Roddy Jones, now an analyst for ESPN, uh, has an extending uh, college career at Georgia Tech and is staying around the game, and he's going to join us to reflect on his school days. He is still, I think, the touchdowns leader and I think the yards leader for the Cab County. For the entire county? I think so. A lot of schools in DeKalb County now. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I think a lot of good football players come through there. A lot of phenomenal football players. Uh, so he's going to join us later on this hour. Let's run out a couple of scores. We got a guest getting ready to join us, but you got a couple of scores that are jumping out at you right now. Yeah, Westlake's up early, seven to nothing on Marietta. Norcross up early, thirteen to nothing on Denmark. Remember, these are winner go home games. North Paulding eight, East Coweta zero. Man, North Paulding East Coweta, both very good football teams. Norquinet up 7-0 on West Forsyth. Carrollton 13, Harrison 7 early. Oh, oh, that one. Um, Gainesville 13, South Paulding 7, second quarter score. Buford 22, Wheel of Nothing. That is a second quarter score. I think I just saw one that flashed across. Oconee County is up on Douglas 7-0. Man, what a good region that was. You got Douglas, Sandy Creek, Carver, and Cedar Grove. All good teams, yep. all matching up with really other good region with Oconee and Stevens County and teams like that. Yeah, Oconee up early, 7 nothing on a very good Douglas team. All right. Now, not everybody's playing tonight. There are some folks who are off, off tonight. And we've managed to catch up with a, with a coach of one of those teams. We got them. Yeah. And they, who we got? <laughs> and they, we, have, we have coach. Yeah, I hear there you, he folks. Is. I appreciate you guys <laughs> having me on. Matt, Good co-coach Matt Napier, thanks so much for joining us. 
Yeah, 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 Coach. I'm, I'm uh, had the night off. We played tomorrow afternoon, and uh, I came over to watch a friend of mine and some guys on my staff to to watch a game since there's no 4A games being played. So, give us an update, Coach. Food. You, you, you might want a job sports. like me one day where you get in the media. So, give us an update. Yeah. yeah so, so um, you got you got Monroe areas up right now, 14 to nothing over Sandy Creek, which Yo. is a little surprise, wow. right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, they come they come out the gate and uh, and and hit a post early on them and, and have done a good job of sustaining the ball and controlling the ball. And, uh, you know, looks like, looks like they're, they're, they've won the first quarter. We're going into the second right here. And, um, and, and, but it's good to see playoff football, I'll tell you that. Playoff football, Sandy Creek, the defending state champs. Coach Smiley, a great guy. They'll have them ready. It's going to be a battle. But, yeah, great game you got there, Coach. Let's talk about your team. Okay, you guys are 8-2. and two. You've done an awesome job, man. I've highlighted you as many times as I could. What's been special about this team? Well, this is my fourth year here, so these guys have had me as their head coach for, for four years. Um, so this group came in when they were freshmen, and now they're seniors. Uh, we've got great leadership, a lot of really good players coming back, and several Division One recruits. And, um, you know, and, and the chemistry and the, and the work and our process is – is where you where you want it after four years. You know the kids uh, believe in what we do. They work hard every day in the weight room, and and uh, we've had the same systems on both offense and defense for for the fourth year now, and and uh, really really have improved our team. And uh, we got a chance to to go make a run, uh, just like everybody does. And we're excited about it. We finished the season off on a really good note. Um, really really playing our best ball right now, and uh, so that's good. Looking forward to to going and. Uh, you hear the crowd. Sandy Creek's running back just, just uh, took it down in here close. So we may, we're about, might have a 14-7 score here shortly. <laughs> we should have told you when we're talking to you, big things happen. It always yeah, does. There you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're excited about our team. We've got, we've got a veteran group. We've got 24 seniors and a lot of really good players. So we're looking forward to a quality opponent coming. A little different atmosphere with an afternoon game, but uh, you know we'll be ready to go, and and uh, we've we've mapped out our itinerary for the day, and uh, looking forward to going out and competing and and uh, moving on if we can. We always talk about the talent there, as Coach Sam Crenshaw. We always talk about the talent in that in that region, in that area, with yourselves and and, and Callaway and Troop. Just thoughts about yeah. that, 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 and you guys come out as region champions from down that way. Well, so uh, Stars Mill actually beat us in the region, That's we're right. region runner up, right? Runner -up. So. Yeah. And it was actually a, a tie. We both had one loss. And They're they the coach head. So, <laughs> Yeah, so so it's, uh, you know, really, really talented uh, region. You know, when we got put in it two years ago, we all kind of looked around like, holy smokes. I mean, you had um, you had Trinity Christian coming mm -hmm. off a state championship. We knew what us and, and Troop had coming back. And then you added Stars Mill and Whitewater, who have been perennial top teams. And at the time, Riverdale was coming off a 12-1 and or 11-2 and yeah. season. Uh, and and so we were all going in, going, holy smokes! Who, who, the four teams that come out of this mess is, are are, are going to be really quality teams, uh, and and that's been the case both years. And it's been a battle, um, you know, with with different guys kind of upsetting each each different night. Yeah. Or Friday nights, you had different teams winning the game. But look, a lot of talent, you know, Callaway Troop and Lagrange, a lot of talent in their area. I was at Callaway with Coach Wiggins for 15 years and signed a lot of those guys, Tank Bigsby and. Andre Jones and Quan Braze and, and, and Terry Godwins and Braylon Sanders. So, you know, a lot of talent in the area, and uh, it's a great place to live. 
and a great place for my family to be. So it's a no-brainer to, to be able to take over uh, LaGrange High School right in my backyard at the time. Yeah, one of the best, most tradition-rich programs in the state, Sam. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they get a look, look, a couple people show up when Troop and LaGrange play, right? Just, just one or two. Just well, two. There, might have been, there might have been several thousand there yeah. the other night when we played. <laughs> it was a big atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, for us, to, when I came in, it was it was four in a row that Troop had beat, had beat LaGrange. And our first two years, they got us. But these last two, when we've been able to find a way uh, against two of their best teams, you know, their first time they had won a region championship since 1984. We were able to beat them last year, and then they were super talented coming in eight and one to our game this year, um, and and being able to win that matchup. You know how that goes in the town when when you got a rivalry like that, everybody's looking and supporting and 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 pulling for their team. It, it's uh, it's one of those special atmospheres and special games and. We're fortunate they're well coached and have a lot of really good players to, to find a way for our team to win. Yeah, you guys did a great job, Coach. Let's talk about tomorrow real quick. We'll get you out. But what what's the key this guy? You kind of answered this, I guess, with the, dealing with the uh, the middle of the day schedule. But yeah. what what's the challenge for tomorrow? What's got to be good tomorrow for your team well, to get yeah. in that last sixteen? Yeah, and look, without being cliche and doing too much coach speak, you know, tomorrow there's supposed to be a little weather moving in and. Uh, with the rain, and uh, I think it's important for us to be able to handle that and take care of the football. The turnover battle is critical in, in winning the fo- high school football games and any level of football, and, uh, you know, it be important for us to take care of it and not let the conditions affect what we do and how we go about doing it. And, and look, Westover's got some talented football players on their team. They're, they're a big team. They're physical, uh, and it'll be important for us to continue to do what we do, stay the course, and and, you know, weather the storm, the ups and downs of playoff games. So, um, it'll be critical. Look, LaGrange High School's going for win number 800 tomorrow. How about uh, that? Which is, wow. Yeah, which is, yeah, so if we, we're able to, good Lord willing, we're able to, to find a way to get a victory. That'll be 800. So, that's a pretty cool deal for our community. And just tells you, you know, the tradition at LaGrange High School, 11 state championships and 800 wins. I think that's Eight. only behind Valdosta. And you, and you leave it, you, you leave it out the national championship. We had Walt Harris on with us. Uh, but <laughs> oh, here you, you go, 1991. Right. Look, we, we honored <laughs> them last year for the for the reunion of that. Had several of those players back uh, back at the game and honored that group of guys. I think, what is that, 30-year reunion? No, yeah. yeah uh, 30-year reunion Ooh. last year or two years ago. Old, Sam. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so, 1991 yeah, seemed like the other day. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Look, I'm getting older and older every day, and yeah. uh, it goes by quick. I'll tell you that. Coach, you're doing a great job. Excited for you and your community. Excited to follow you guys in the playoffs. It's great to see LaGrange back making noise in the playoffs yeah. every year the last few years. Absolutely. Sam and I have been pulling for you. We've been talking about you guys the last few years. Excited to see you get after it tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate you guys having me on. Look forward to talking to you more soon. All right. That is Coach Matt Napier from uh, Grange High School. The Grangers, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a great community there. And when they win, they love, what I mean? they love it. They yeah. love it. Coach Napier, a good guy. Coach Napier's dad was an awesome coach. He got to follow it. Murray County, winning up there. His brother's a coach of Florida. Yeah. They got a great football family, excited for those guys. And he's getting that LaGrange program where it needs to be playing deep in the playoffs. Yep, yep. They're going to be playing tomorrow. Uh, and he's up. And what is he doing tonight? He's out watching some high school football. Gave us a nice Gave update. Gave us an update, like 14, 7, Listen, that's the same region we were talking about earlier. We're going, but Monroe area, Oconee County, Stevens County, they're matching up with that Clark, uh, that Cedar Grove 
Carver, Atlanta. Yep. Sandy Creek. Yep. Some battles. Wow. And that's one of them. Monroe area and Sandy Creek round one. That could be a round two, round three game in some years. Round one tonight, somebody going home, somebody's moving on. That's it. That's it, folks. Okay, coming up next, we're going to get more scores. They're coming in right now. We're going to get you updates. Some surprises in some of these games for me. We'll see what you think. And Osborne has scored. The first playoff touchdown in school history. In school history. We're going to tell you about that and more. Now, school days guest Roddy Jones is on the way later on this hour. You stay with us. It's a scoreboard show. High school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 929 The Game. 929thegame.com is the high school scoreboard show. First night of state playoffs. And, man, I tell you what, some scores are rolling in. Some surprises, but some that we expected. And, Coach, what what, what are you seeing over there? Well, you're seeing Grayson, 14, Richmond Hill, 7. I think that could be something. You know, you, you never know this early in the day, or this night, I guess, if the score is going to hold true, but I heard Gainesville and South Paulding were close, right? South Paulding's up 14-13 on Gainesville, second quarter. No, 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 expecting that. Here's here's one that stands out to me, Sam. Collins Hill 21, North Cobb 7. I think North Cobb's got one of the best teams in 7A. I mean, yeah. it's the second quarter. You know, you never know. But that's a big upset. Collins Hill really struggled – for their region last few years, kind of slipped into playoffs. Now they're trying to make some noise in Cobb County 
That would be a big, big win for them. Rome's up 28-0 on Sprayberry. Carrollton up big 34-7 on Harrison in the second quarter. So, Rome and Carrollton both rolling. Jefferson has scored because Maynard Jackson was leading them 7-0. That game is now tied at 7 uh, with 2-12 to go in the second quarter. Getting close to halftime. We, we talked about Cass and Kale with IJ. That's their game. Cass up 6 nothing early. That 4C cast, you don't want to play them. They're like the New York Giants, <laughs> you know, back in the day when they make that playoff run. You yep. don't want to see them. You don't want to see those guys, but they, but here they are. Up to it again tonight. No, Houston County's just scored again. They're up 21-3 to on North Atlanta. That game now at 840 to go is that was an 8 o'clock kick. All right, let's check in with some of our reporters and see what they found for us so far. Let's check in with Day-Day Lewis. This is a live sideline report. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker. Damian Dede-Lewis live here at Whitfield Academy. Guys, second quarter just getting underway and the Wolfpack of Whitfield on top, 14-0. Some really good play defensively in the first quarter by Mac Walton. Safety for the Wolfpack. Two interceptions, one of those interceptions leading to a Mason Hollingsworth rushing touchdown on the ensuing possession. And then here in the second quarter, it's quarterback Callum Neese with a quarterback keeper up the middle and uh, again it's the Wolfpack on top 14 nothing here just at the start of the second quarter 10:35 to go in the period for the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and coach Chris Parker I'm Damian Dede Lewis on sports radio 92.9 the game all right thanks a lot Dede right now things seem kind of calm nothing's breaking loose in the background while Dede was on not for that report he still got time he's just setting it up <laughs> just setting it up big things to come Cass just scored to make it seven to six Seven over six. Cass, over yeah, Kel with the lead. They scored to make it seven six over Cass. All right, all right. We're keeping an eye on that one. Keeping an eye on that one. Let's check it down with first time, first time tonight with Eric Slaughter. Sports Radio nine two nine. The games Friday night high school scoreboard show. This is Eric Slaughter, and I'm here at Lanier High School for the first round of the 6A GHSA playoffs where the Longhorns and the Raiders of East Paulding are scoreless at the end of the first quarter. So far, we have a defensive struggle on our hands as the Raiders' defensive line has really established the line of scrimmage and have really muffled what comes into the game as a high-powered Lanier Longhorns offense. We'll see which teams can adjust in the second quarter, but right now, once again, at the end of the first, and we just have a block punt recovered by the Raiders right in front of me. The Raiders now have the lead 6-0 to on a block punt in front of the Longhorns bench. This is Eric Slaughter early in the second quarter now, 6-0. to Raiders take the lead. Let's go back to Sam and Chris in the studio. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Eric said it's the playoffs. Yeah. He's not standing for Day-Day, always getting the exciting time. Yeah, he's going to get some excitement, huh? A block punt, touchdown, 6 nothing, East Paulding, at Lanier. That's two good ball teams. Two really good Somebody ball Somebody going teams. home. Two really- <laughs> and, Eric, and, Eric, and Eric was there. Eric was there right on top of it. Fantastic. Great report from Eric Slaughter there at that ball game. We got one more. Let's see what Garrett Chapman did. We saw one video. If you're following Garrett on social, he almost got – he might got taken out. Almost got taken out by play there. Let's check in with Garrett and see how he's doing. Sports Radio 92.9, the game and the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman up here in Holly Springs for a battle between the Raiders of Alpharetta and the Sequoia Chiefs. And so far, the Chiefs are on top at the end of your first quarter, 6-3. to three. We are just getting going here in this second quarter, and the Chiefs 
really, this is the first time they've touched the ball. This is their first possession of the game. They didn't get the, the, their first possession to the four-minute mark of that first quarter, courtesy of a blocked punt. So the Raiders start with the ball. It's a quick three and out. They had a big sack, uh, setting them up deep in their territory around their 20-ish yard line. And um, the Chiefs come in. They get a great block. Bretton Darling, I didn't see who got the block, but I know Bretton Darling returned it. Hit that side pylon, man. It was a beautiful return. Uh, and then the Raiders were able to put together a pretty good drive on their second time out there. DJ Bordeaux is the leader in 6A at passing. I mean, look, let me tell you, the dude is throws it all over the field. Sean Wilson, Ethan Barber, two guys who are going to be playing on Saturdays. Really, all three of these guys are probably going to be playing on Saturdays here very soon. But you can see why they have such a dynamic passing attack. These guys like to drop back and just chuck it. Uh, had a very good drive on that second one, but they said to settle for a field goal. And uh, then I mentioned Chiefs didn't get the ball till the four-minute mark, and we're still in the middle of this drive coming up here, just passed over midfield. Ooh, let's say third down and ten. We'll see what happens here. But for the high school scoreboard show, this is Garrett Chapman live at Sequoia High School. Like I said, six to three, Chiefs on top of the Raiders. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Guys, back to you. All right, thanks a lot, Garrett, uh, for his update there. You know, here's something, block punts. Talk about special teams at this time of the season. Yeah, making a, make a big play on special teams drastically improves your chance to win the game. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. But in this, this time of year, yeah. every team's a little better on special teams. They've been doing it now for 10 football games. If you can make a huge play, a block punt, a block field goal, you know, run a kickback for a touchdown, huge plays that change the game. And that's what Garrett saw tonight. And – I got to correct him on one, though. That's Uh-oh. not Holly Springs. Those people be offended. That's Hickory Flat. Hickory, Hickory Flat. Hickory That's Flat. where Sequoia is, not at Holly Springs, Garrett. I got to ask you something. I'm hearing a lot of cowbells in the background up there. It's not sure they're not. They're it's just not, not a, paying any attention to those regular ladies. They might not, have some. I don't know. Or Garrett, not Stockville. Might have been Garrett. You know, he got he, he got he had an issue on the sideline. You got to check it out on social media, but yeah. he about got taken out. <laughs> yeah, he did. So he might have moved into the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> got off the sideline and moved into the bleachers. That might have been a good move, Garrett. You got a little closer to those cowbells that you hear in the background. Maynard Jackson has scored again. It is Maynard Jackson 14, Jefferson 7. Yo. Uh, yep. That, that, game, that game is approaching halftime. You know, Jefferson was, ten, was the team last year that got upset this night. You know, it's going to be interesting to follow that one. <laughs> it will be. One of the interesting games that we're going to keep an eye on and follow along with. Uh, tonight, Stevens County, oh, that's now in the third quarter. Now they're up 34 nothing on on Carver Atlanta uh, in that game. Uh, West, in the third quarter? Third quarter. They're, they're, At 8.30? They're, they're moving fast. They're moving fast. I think we got a, a one or two games that I think have actually gone final. i got to go back and look through some of these. But I think we got one or two that may actually already be over, um, especially when we get down to the 1As. I think we got a one or two 1A games that may already, I don't know if they just started extra early or just played them extra fast or, <laughs> we got to make some calls. This I'm time. gonna assume they started early because uh, you got you know most games start at 7:30. It's 8:30, yeah. but yeah, there's a few that look like they've gone final. How about this Marietta nine Westlake seven in the second quarter games that haven't gone final, but that would be a huge upset. Marietta three and seven barely get in the playoffs. Eight and two Westlake, one of the best teams in the state. How about Grayson and Richmond Hill both tied at 14? Sam 14-14 Richmond Hill and Grayson. Second quarter, I said South Georgia region. Yep, yep. Always producing great teams in this first round. Grayson, the region champ, matching up with Richmond Hill, the four seed, but that's not your normal four seed. No, not at all. Not at all. And I'll just see Jefferson just scored again. So they're tied 14 14 with a minute 27 until halftime. The game that has gone final is Lincoln County. Lincoln County has beaten Wilkerson County 42 nothing. Hmm. 
And I think they got Schley County next. I think is who who uh, Lincoln County could possibly have. So, and we know that because Schley County what they had a bye. Yeah, they had a, had a bye. that would have been my favorite playoff opponent. <laughs> bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> you know we're playing next week, baby. <laughs> no doubt about it. So yeah, they're moving on to the next round. Got a second quarter score. Maris up fourteen nothing on Northside. Warner Robins. Uh, we're watching this one. Boy, it's odd score with Parkview. Colquitt County seventeen. Parkview eight. Yeah. That's, That's a game to keep an eye on because two really good teams. Parkview struggled at the very end of the year, but you know, you'd have told us five or six weeks ago that Parkview and Colquitt County were playing the playoffs. We're thinking third, fourth round, right? Right, right. So that, that's a game to watch. Sam, I want to highlight real quick a game that maybe most people aren't paying attention to. Okay. Aquinas and Glasscock County. Yep. Now, are those two teams we talk about much on the high school scoreboard show in the Kia Studios, 92.9 the game? Not, no. Not much. But Aquinas won the region. They're up 34 to, 35 to 14 in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. But Glasscock County making the playoffs first time ever. First time ever? Yeah. This is a team that went through an 80-something game losing streak. Wow. The coach was on that. I learned this from Todd Holcomb, our friend, this week. Okay. And I had a story that okay. Glasscock County's coach was the quarterback on the, during the middle of that 80-something game losing streak. Oh, man. So he's actually been a part of it. They come back. He's an assistant coach. He works his way up to head coach. And their little old, their little old team, I think that's what he called them. I'm sorry, his words, not mine. Yep. Never quit, he said. They just keep trying. Mm-hmm. And this year they made the state playoffs. Wow. So congratulations. I mean, it looks like Aquinas is going to win the game. But, you know, that's what we talked about with different teams having different ceilings. Yep. You know, nobody at Buford is overly excited about their win tonight, which they're on their way to. Over Wheeler. That's not their ceiling, right? But Glasscock County playing tonight. Osborne playing tonight. That might have been their ceiling, you know? Yeah. That's their their undefeated season. You know, that's their championship. And there's other teams that winning tonight is going to be it. Yeah. You know, every week you just see that. There's a lot of different ceilings in high school football programs. And so congrats to Glasscock County. Glad we could highlight them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad we were able to talk about them tonight here on the Scoreboard Show. All right. More scores coming in. We're going to keep an eye on them. But next, we're going to have our school day's guest, Roddy Jones, uh, quite a career at Shambly High School and then at Georgia Tech. He's now an analyst for ESPN. He's going to join us next. You stay with us for the scoreboard show on this first round night of the state playoffs here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
taking it back. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. It's school days on the High School Scoreboard Show. Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, as always, this time of night on our show, we always... Um, you know, reminisce a little bit and go back and talk to some players who had great high school careers. And, you know, most of them have gone on beyond, like this person went on beyond Georgia Tech, great player there. Um, and now he's an analyst for ESPN. So he's still around the college football game. I don't know if we're going to talk to him about any of that. Maybe. We're not going to talk about that. No. We're going to talk about high school. About high what school. high school are we talking about tonight, Sam? Talking about Shambly High School. Shambly High School. DeKalb County, Dom. Yep. The Shambly Bulldogs. And I tell you, this guy used to run on Friday night, man. I remember seeing him. You oh said he may be the all-time leading rusher. And and, and, and touchdowns. And touchdowns in all of DeKalb County. I think he's still that. I do believe he is. Let's welcome in. Roddy Jones, welcome to the Scoreboard Show. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Man, this is great to have you on because you keep a busy schedule. First of all, where are you? Where, where are you going to be tomorrow? <laughs> I am currently sitting uh, in the lobby of a hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana, where tomorrow we've got Tulsa versus Tulane, um, top 25 Tulane, who's uh, trying to get back to the New Year's Six Bowl. So, so it should be fun. Man, well, it's Friday night in New Orleans, huh? Yeah, how about that? And talking to us. You're talking to us. <laughs> talking how about to us that? Your Friday night in New Orleans, let me, man. Let me tell you, this will be the most exciting thing I do on Friday night in New Orleans because the bed is calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. Absolutely. Roddy, let's talk about your high school days, Shamley High School. What, what comes to mind as you hear that? A lot. Um, you, know, I, you know, it's funny. You, you, we, we often talk about, about high school and, and, uh, and sort of the memories that you build. And I feel like the further you get away from it, either the, the better those memories become or the more you think back on it. Because there's just, you know, it was, so, it was simple, but at the same time, it's so much fun. Um, but the biggest thing, I think, is probably the work that we did there to, to get Chambly to the point where we made the playoffs for the first time since the 80s when I was there. Um, I mean, it was a team that was uh, six and four when my freshman year. We were four and six my sophomore year, and then um, and then my junior year, we got to the playoffs. Uh, we were able to win and win a first round playoff game. Um, we ended up winning nine or ten games that year, and then the next year, we were able to to uh, to, to to have another great season. So you know, the friendships, um, the, the the obviously the success that we had, but but just I think the friendships more than anything are what you remember and how how you have an entire school behind you. Yeah, Roddy's memory is spot on, Sam. The Shambly made the playoffs in 1984. They didn't make it again to 2005. Roddy's team, 190. He was dead with 6-4, 4-6, 9-3. He had it, yeah. <laughs> Not that he was keeping up, but he remembers. Uh, I mean, you remember that. So you that remember. That leaves an impact yeah. on you. And, and you know, the, the thing that, that when I got there, you know, we had a goal with Coach Wade Beal. To, to make the playoffs my freshman year. We fell short of that. And, and um, you know, after after being not great my sophomore year, we were super young. Junior year, we knew it was a real possibility. You know, I, we, we had not just me, but a number of good players on the team. And so that was that was our goal. And we knew that it had been 20-something years. We knew kind of what our records were. And then we didn't make it my senior year because we, we were in a region that was split into sub-regions and we lost the two most important games on our schedule. Only two games we lost that year by a combined total of four points. Lost Correct. by one to uh, to Grady, <laughs> lost by three to Dunwoody, yeah. 
Um, so that stuff sticks with you. Like, you remember that stuff. Man, folks, listen to this. We're talking with Roddy Jones. Then I just talking about his school days. But thoughts about those days in the Cab County. What was the – I think I kind of figured you mentioned Dunwoody, and I know what a rivalry that is. Explain Shamley and Dunwoody to people who haven't been to that game before. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because it was a, it was a big time – it's obviously a big time rivalry, but when I, when I first got there, Dunwoody was a lot better – than we were um and so it was a little bit more it felt a little bit more of a rivalry in basketball because those two teams obviously Dunwoody was great uh but Shambler was very good too um so so you know it's 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 like any high school rivalry man like most of the fans live within a mile of each other you know neighboring neighborhoods um and we would that game would be packed out every single year uh, and Dunwoody always kind of, it's funny because, you know, my, my high school career was sort of the same as my college career where your rival kind of wants you to feel like, kind of feels like they're a big brother. Like Dunwoody felt a little bit like they were a big brother. At least that's how they felt like uh, they felt towards us. It was the same thing I wanted to college. Like Georgia obviously feels like they're a big brother uh, with Georgia Tech. So, so maybe that's just uh, the, the kind of places I'm drawn to, the places that, that are sort of the underdog. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Those games. Um, are tremendous. And, you know, I still remember all, all four of the games we played against Dunwoody. Uh, three of them we won my first three years, and then one of them we lost my senior year. Yeah, three and one. It wasn't the big brother then. <laughs> now, <laughs> Roddy, I'm excited for your answer on this because you've been so clear in your memory of this. Is there a moment, a play, a time in the game? Is there something that stands out as the, the most significant part of your time playing? I, I think it was that win um, in in Lakewood Stadium against Mays in the playoffs. Um, I mean, that was something that we had worked so hard for that uh, positively that one stands out. You know, honestly, the thing about, about Ball and about us as players and all that stuff is, like, I remember I could tell you a ton of moments that I want to have back. You know, there was a, a fumble against Tucker in, 2000, in my junior year. I guess that was in 2005. Um, there was a fumble against Tucker on a third down late in the game where we had a chance to beat them in Adams Stadium that uh, that, that cost us, I felt like. Yeah, that's, that one sticks with me, you know. There were there was the Rome game in the playoffs in 2000 and, uh, 2005, that same year. It sticks with me. There's a couple plays against Dunwoody and against Grady in 2006. It stick with me. But positively, you know, it's the win in Lakewood against Mays. It's uh, it's having an opportunity to, to, to break the school record and the county record and rushing and touchdowns. And I remember those moments. Certainly, you know, I remember my first touchdown against Avondale in, uh, in Panthersville Stadium in uh, my freshman year. Wow. So 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 I, those those uh, those moments I definitely remember and can go back to. But the 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 negative moments are the ones that stick with you a little bit more. But but there's certainly a lot of positives in there as well. Yeah, he's talking about the playoffs, and he's talking about what a lot of players are experiencing tonight, Chris, in the first night of the playoffs. You know, like you mentioned, somebody's going to have something that won't go their way, and then it's all going to end. Uh, but still, they had great seasons. In yeah, all somebody has to lose every game. You know, Roddy's been at the high level. He's going to cover a game tomorrow. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. The difference of tonight for all these high school teams is it's over. That's it. Yeah, And it, the finality of it is something. And, Roddy, you of all people got to know you can't harp on those negative things, man. You did a, you're did the all-time leading rusher in DeKalb County. Of course, you did a couple things you want back. But yeah, man. I, I, you, you, you have to stop for a minute and think about that, all the people who come through DeKalb and, you know, down through the years. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty amazing feat to do. 
it, it really, you know, now that I'm in my mid thirties, um, yeah, you know, you sit back and you think and you're, and, and I certainly am proud of it. Uh, you know, Patrick Pass held the record before me, a guy that I saw run when I was in elementary school, uh, at Tucker and I absolutely loved Patrick Pass and had a, the good fortune of playing at the same little league park as him, knowing a lot of the people that knew him. Um, but, but yeah, you know, I, I, I used to go, I mean, I went to high school football games growing up. Tucker was a big one that I went to all the time. But Stevenson, I went to Southwest, the cab games. I went to, you know, when they had great players um, with all the players that have sort of run through DeKalb County, uh, you know, I think of guys that I, that I looked up to like Craig Lumpkin and Thomas Brown that sort of led before me um, and, and, and guys that, that played at the same time as me, Philip Phillips, who was a great running back at cross keys, um, Janoris Searcy, who was tremendous at, yep. at Towers, were, were sort of guys that went back and forth with over the course of my time in high school. You know, guys like Asher Allen, who was one of my one of my best friends, a guy that I played with in, in Little League. Um, it, it's it's really something that I am proud of. I am also very fortunate that uh, that we went more spread and throw the ball around after you know, about five <laughs> yeah. six years after I got out of school. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's obviously a great feat and uh, it's something I'm proud of. It's actually like. Like he said, he's ahead of us because he's in the media now, Sam. But <laughs> yeah. it's definitely a record you want now because it's going to be hard to break. It is. The way teams throw the ball, they just don't get quite the same traction for the the two and 250-yard rushers over and over. You just don't get that. So the rushing numbers are down. Now, pass, you start that all-time passing list, you'll yeah. keep that thing a couple of years and somebody else right, will have exactly. it. exactly. Yeah, rushing a little different. Roddy, can we talk about recruiting? So you were a high, you were highly recruited. But even though 2006 doesn't seem that long ago to me, it was a while ago, things are different now. Is there anything as you see how high school to college recruiting works, is there anything you think, man, we missed out on that? Or what advice do you have for the the guys going through it now? Yeah, um, so recruiting is so much more complicated than it was when I was in school. You know, the recruits nowadays have to deal with, with attention from so many places that we didn't you know there were only a few places that you were going to get that level of attention and people certainly didn't have the access to me that um or any of the guys that got recruited with that that these uh that people do now you know through twitter and and instagram and you know anything snapchat facebook all, all well i guess recruits probably aren't on facebook but mm-hmm. but any of that stuff tiktok like those recruits are highly accessible and so there's pressure from all over to go to these places um, their recruiting rules were different. Like you had rules on when you could be contacted uh, and coaches had to call you like that, you know, text messaging still cost money. And so they had to ask permission and ask if you had free texting before they text you. So you wow. were just much less available. Things went a lot slower. Um, and the attention wasn't, the attention wasn't nearly what it is. So to be honest, I don't know what it's like to be recruited nowadays especially when you consider NIL and, and all of the stuff that goes on with money and, and pressure. So, so I think the thing that I would advise guys um, recruits nowadays is um, to, to pick somewhere where, whether football goes well or not, um, you can feel like you are going to be okay. You know, I'm not saying that you have to completely base your decision on, on what would happen if you weren't a football player, because you are like, that's what you are. Um, and, and a lot of that has turned into a major business. 
but ultimately, like you may be a football player, but you are living at a school. You are uh, you are participating in some uh, some modicum of of school life, and so uh, and so being okay with that, not being miserable off the field, is is really important, and it goes a long way. So that that would be my advice. But you know, I don't even know how I would have handled the money aspect of it or anything like that. Um, but having people around you that you trust. Uh, and also having your own voice in it is, uh, is still very important. It's actually really good advice, Sam, on the picking the school that you can graduate from and be happy with regardless of the situation. It doesn't yeah. mean you don't try to go to the number one team in the country. It just means you better keep that in mind, too, because it's actually highly unlikely yeah. you're going to go from that straight, you know, go four years and be the first-round draft pick. Right. It's more likely right. you're going to try to graduate from there and then do something else. So great advice there, actually. Right? Yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, Roddy, the, 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 the young recruits, they're not on Facebook. Facebook is for the grown and sexy. Right. <laughs> like exactly. me and Sam. Okay. Like Sam and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> dated myself as I'm going down, as I'm going down <laughs> to social media. You know? uh, but I, I got to ask you people, one thing. People could only access me on MySpace when I was doing <laughs> Oh, not MySpace, man. <laughs> Folks, we're talking with Roddy Jones. He's in New Orleans on a Friday night, and unfortunately, he's talking with us. But we appreciate it. We appreciate you doing this. Look, you mentioned Patrick Pastor, and you two share something. You both were baseball players. Talk about your baseball and how maybe one thing helped you with the other. Yeah, I did, so baseball was the first sport I started playing. You know, I had to be convinced to play football um, by my brother. My younger brother, Darius, wanted to play football, and, and my mom would only let him play if I played too so that we, we, would, we could go together and we would be doing the same activity because she didn't want to be driving me to fall baseball and him, and him to football. So. Uh, so he convinced me to. He wore me down over the course of months, uh, actually probably weeks, so maybe days. I don't know. I was 79 <laughs> at the time. So, but he wore me down, and, and I agreed to do it. So I always loved baseball. And, I, and the thing that I loved the most that I look back on and that I'm glad that I had was my life wasn't all football. Um, I had another season to look forward to. So if football wasn't going well, I always knew I was going to get a break from it at some point. Um, and that was, that was tremendous. And it was something that I missed when I got to college in my first two years, I didn't play baseball. I missed that break, you know, that, that the exercising of a different part of your brain and that, and a different, different set of skills with your, with your body and a different pace and, but still competition. And it's, it's such a, it's such a different game. It's a game of failure that teaches you so much. So I think a lot of it teaches you compartmentalization where in football, you're able to have a bad player, a bad block, and then bounce back the next play because, it, you know, in baseball, it's pitch by pitch, man. You got to live on every pitch. That and the next pitch is the most important pitch. In football, you can sometimes drift with that. Like you, you can you can get away with not playing the next play as your as the as the play that's going to decide it. In baseball, you don't do that. Like you're going to get embarrassed. You're 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 going to fall in a hole that you're unable to climb out of. So, or, or if you're in the field, like you're going to miss a play that could cost you the game. So. So I enjoyed that part of it. I think it, it taught me ball skills, obviously, but, but it's more a mentality and sort of a release that, that baseball brought me. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Roddy, we appreciate you spending some time with us on this Friday night. Uh, we'll be watching what you do down there and see what, see what the, the green wave are able to do in New Orleans. 
I don't believe he's going. If to he changes that. his mind it, it's, you and know, wants to go out in New Orleans, we it, won't. We won't tell. It's, it's not even eight o'clock down there. We won't there tell. Yet. Yeah, it's not even eight o'clock down there yet. What do you mean, <laughs> man? Come on. Yeah, I mean, look. Hey, we got eleven a.m. kick. Your boy's been up. You know, I got three young kids, so your boy's been up since like five thirty. Like, <laughs> we, we are running on fumes at this point. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight. and reflecting some on your on your school days. Fantastic times there, at Shambly High School. And uh, and also on your way to Georgia Tech, and let's see let's see what the Jackets do with Clemson tomorrow. Huh. Yeah, it'll be fun one. It'll be fun. They're playing well on offense, so we'll see. All right, Roddy Jones, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, all right. It's great, great to have him. Great to have his perspective on a lot of different things. You know. Yeah, very successful. Great perspective. Great insight. Yeah, love Roddy Jones. Yeah. Great, great. Glad he was able to. Dom join didn't say much, you know. He he's yeah. from Shamley and the all-time leading rusher in DeKalb County. But he, but he, but he mentioned Stevenson. He mentioned him. He, he politely know. threw some respect their way. Yeah. But he, he some of them yards came at maybe came at Stevenson's. Came experience. at our expense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you know, he was talking about some Stevenson guys there. What I saw, you know, hey, you know, he's giving it up to him. But anyway, coming back, we headed for the top of the hour, the nine o'clock hour. A lot of games are in the second half now, so we're going to update the scores, get some updates from uh, from our reporters, and more. You stay with us. It's the Scoreboard Show here on Friday Night Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.